T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, it's a good Tuesday. Rainy as you know what morning in the DMV, but good to have you with us. Right here, Russell and Medhurst, oh yeah. Along with Maddie Essig on the other side of the glass, and you at 301-230-0980, Pedro Deportes, on his way in, slogging through that horrible, wretched, awful, disgusting, dreadful, oh my God, it's raining, we're all melting, traffic in the DMV. Mm. Even Ric Flair wouldn't be able to probably... Woo, in all honesty about that. It was uh, not fun out there. Uh, Let's ride. Yeah, well, you weren't riding anywhere, Russ. You're still not riding anywhere. Well, you're you're riding one place. I, I just don't know if I could exactly express that on the radio. I'll just leave that to theater of the imagination, which is not, not, not a bad thing, man. I mean, if you're not going to score on the field, woo. I mean, mercy. Might as well score somewhere else. Might as well score somewhere else. Oh, boy. What it must be like. Anyway, um, before I get any in any trouble. Uh, boy, yeah. Be careful out there, guys, obviously, on a serious note. It is uh, not fun, uh, and it is a Tuesday, so that means everybody decides to go into work on Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Nobody goes in on Mondays. Nobody goes in on Fridays. Sometimes Tuesdays are not that bad, but sometimes they're really bad. When you throw a heavy dose of whatever rain, moderate, I guess, medium, it becomes a little bit messy out there. But anyway, uh, we are off and running on a Tuesday. We'll start with this. A good little note here. Congratulations to Charles Leno. Left tackle of the Washington Commanders. He was just named the team's nominee for the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award that recognizes an NFL player for each team for outstanding community service activities as well as excellence on the field. Listen, um, I don't really know Leno well. I don't know. I guess I said something. about somebody that annoyed him last year at some point. It got back to me, so I, I don't know him well. Uh, had him on the show when he first signed. Uh, seems like a really good dude. Uh, he's great in the community. He's great in the community. Um, just great in the community. I, I mean, he's constant outreach, the hog farmers, all that stuff. Just great in the community. That's number one. You start there. But listen, 
without Charles Leno, I mean, if you think this offense is mediocre, average, up and down, inconsistent, uh, a roller coaster, you know, whatever description you want, think about where they would be without Charles Leno on the field. Think about where they would be without Charles Leno on the field. Think about that. Just for a second, he gets literally no credit from any fan that I know. Well, literally, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, nobody talks about him. Even I, who I love offensive line play, the only person who probably talks more about the offensive line is Mitch Tischler from uh, NBC Sports Washington and the Washington Football Talk podcast because Mitch was an offensive lineman. That's it. I mean, I love good offensive line play. Love it. And I don't even talk about Charles Leno enough. As good as he is off the field, and he's a dude off the field. I mean, just fan-freaking-tastic. And his wife does a tremendous job, too. Just tremendous. But as good as he is off the field, He's really good on the field. Like, if you want to know what part of the reason why the Bears have sucked over the last couple of years, it's because they let up Charles, they they allowed Charles Leno to leave. They undervalued Charles Leno, who all he does, knock on whatever this counter is, all he does is play every single snap in every single game. That's it. That's all at a quality level. I mean, is he Trent Williams elite? No. He's not Trent Williams. I'm not saying that he's Trent Williams, okay? Clearly, from Trent Williams to Charles Leno, there's a little bit of a drop-off. You know what he is? That unfortunately, for whatever reason, that big Trent isn't, he's durable. He plays every single snap. Every single game. He hadn't missed a game, I don't think, since 2014. Do you know how hard that is? Do you know how hard that is for a football player who plays the left tackle position to have played every single game? Every game. Since, again, I think it's late in the 2014 season. He's played in 100% of the commander's offensive snaps this year so far. 100%. Every snap. And plays a sprinkling on special teams. Okay? Charles Leno. Since 2014, his rookie year. Again, his rookie year. Didn't obviously play in every game. He only played in six. Every single game since then. 16 in 2015, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20. Those were all with the Bears. All 16 games. 2021, first year here with the uh, Washington Commanders, 
or then the football team, all 17. So far, all 13. Snap count this year, 100%. Last year, 100%. 2020, his final year with the Bears. Want to guess? 100%. 2019 with the Bears. 100%. 2018, ooh, we found a flaw. What's wrong with you, Charles? He only played in 99% of the snaps. He only played 99%, but he still played in all 16 games and still started all 16 games. 2017 with the Bears, 100% of the snaps. 2016 with the Bears, 100% of the snaps. He hasn't played less than 99% of the snaps since his second year in the NFL. 2015 with the Bears when he played in all 16 games but only started 13. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? In 102 games, he started 94 with the Bears. All 30 for 30. Hey, that might be a good documentary series, huh? Somebody should try that one, Dad. With the Washington Commanders, he's played in 2,040 snaps with the Commandalorians. 6,142 with the Bears. Stop, Bears. 8,182 snaps for Charles Knock on Wood Leno. Who, again, in full disclosure, apparently I said something that he didn't agree with or like or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what that's about. I've never been able to get clarity. I know I didn't say anything. The team knows I didn't say anything. Uh, whatever. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't probably bring it up, but it is what it is. I, it, it still doesn't stop me from praising somebody that is the ultimate rock of Gibraltar. I mean, Charles Leno is amazing. Think about where this offense would be. Think about where this team would be. Think about where this offensive line would be. I mean, think about the merry-go-round that this team has had for two years running at center. They are about to, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. They started with Chase Roulier. Then they went to Wes Schweitzer. Then he, or after Roulier got hurt, then Schweitzer got hurt. Then it was uh, Nick Martin, who was literally off, brought in off the streets. Then it was Tyler Larson, who actually solidified the position. Now he's got a broken kneecap, so he's done for the year in all likelihood. So you got to go back to Nick Martin, presumably, who finished up the game the other day, right, in overtime. Because Roulier is done for the year. Schweitzer might have to play guard. I don't know. Because right guard has been a nightmare. I mean, they started with a rotation of Schweitzer and Turner. Schweitzer, uh, all right, I, yeah, I think. And then, I don't know, it, they've changed so many damn times. Schweitzer got hurt, then Turner took over, then Turner stunk, he got hurt, uh, then Sadiq Charles had to come in, then Cosme had to go to right from right tackle to right guard. He's been out, as usual, all year long. I, he, that guy can't stop getting injured. I mean, listen, I, I don't cut down on, well, 
I, I cut down. I, I have to criticize you know people that can't stay healthy because that's part of the game. It's a big part of the game. But I mean, it's not it's not easy. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's his fault, but Sam Cosme cannot stay on the field. Sam Cosme is everything, or Charles Leno in terms of durability is everything that Sam Cosme is not. Sam Cosme literally cannot stay on the field. Charles Leno does not miss a snap. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a horseshoe up somebody's ass. I don't know why. But Charles Leno does not miss a snap. Sam Cosme can't possibly miss anymore. And so they've been a just a complete epic you-know-what show at center and right guard all year long. I mean, they've had literally 10 different combinations or something like that. I, I don't know. I'd have to chart it all week by week, but I just gave you the best like off the top of my head memory. But anyway, this is not to beat them up for it. And and right tackle, they've had obviously, you know, some changes, but Cornelius Lucas has kind of solidified that. The glue, the glue of that offensive line by far has been Charles Leno. The rock, the foundation of maybe that offense outside of Terry McLaurin has been Charles Leno. The glue. He has not missed a snap. He has not missed a snap since 2018. And he has not missed a snap for the Washington Commanders. But the problem is now the point you're making. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning. I've seen all kinds of parts of D.C. this morning. It's been beautiful. The problem, the, the point you're making, though, is going to be a problem over these last four games. That's the problem is the fact that we've seen the Nick Martin movie. Sadiq Charles has gone back on the milk carton at mm-hmm. right guard. Mm-hmm. Cosme, as you co- correctly point out, loves Sam, big dude, think he's going to be a road grader at guard. The problem is he can't stay on the field. I was so excited about the fact that he was playing right guard this week. I'm like, this is the place I thought he would be all along, either left guard or right guard. I- I'm thinking this is the spot that he's supposed to be in, and literally... Three possessions into the game, he's hobbling off the field, and you're that. I think we are underrating and underplaying right now, and maybe other shows will do that. Maybe it, maybe it'll turn out to be nothing. Maybe Schweitzer getting back into the rhythm of things will play great. Maybe Nick Martin second time around will be better. But here's what I know: they have San Francisco's defense coming up. They have, well, of course, the Giants again with great interior guys, as they showed the other day. I mean, hell, Keith Ellis got a sack the other day. It wasn't just, you know, the guys you expected. Ojolari, you know, Leonard Williams, Thibodeau. It wasn't those guys. Keith Ellis got a sack. So those guys are going to be tough. Oh, then there's going to be Miles Garrett down the, down the road. Well, before you even get to that. Okay. Right, there's going to be Miles Garrett. And then, oh, in the last game of the year where you might be playing for your playoff life, you better hope that Dallas has a spot wrapped up and can't improve their position because then you have the Michael Parsons experience again. Before you even get to all that, you still have the Giants again and San Francisco. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. I mean, you get the Giants again, so you have their great interior people. Like I said, Keith Ellis got a sack for the Giants the other day. So it wasn't just their stars. I mean, talk about timing. They, the Washington plays the Giants. Ojolari comes back, and he looks like a million dollars. Thibodeau 
a guy that's up and down like the Dow Jones, his whole career at Oregon. He'd, sh- he'd jump up and have two or three games where he had five combined sacks. Then he plays five games where he didn't get a sack. Looked great against Washington the other day. So the, the thing, the good thing for the the good thing for the Commanders in the middle is they play the Giants play the Eagles this week. Yeah, you're hoping the Giants can do you or the Eagles can do you a solid, and then both teams are seven five and one going into that really wild card showdown coming up in. In two weeks, it's uh, it it and it's going to be on. In case you haven't heard this, it's going to be on a Sunday night, which yeah. is my favorite. Um, and the, by the way, by the way, with all these injuries of the offensive line, you have to keep Heineke a quarterback. Yes, well, you have to keep him a quarterback. You got to have some sense of mobility, and even if he doesn't scramble out of the pocket, you know, for a hundred yards, mm-hmm. you need a guy that's going to has at least exhibited traits of being able to avoid the initial rush and get rid of the ball, even if it's to throw it away. Because you're talking about teams that could sack Wentz six to nine times like the Eagles did, all coming up with a statue back there at quarterback. Right. So, that to me, that wraps that up, unless Heineke is just so awful that he throws the ball to the Giants four times in this upcoming game in two weeks. Before we get into the rest of the football, uh, the reason why we, of course, if you're just joining us, open up with Charles Leno and a thought on the offensive line and how durable he has been on a unit that is anything but durable is, again, he's won the uh, or he's the nominee for the commanders for the um, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award that was just announced by the team just a couple of minutes ago. Again, it is very important. You do You do a great job of this. I mention it from time to time. I used to be more uh, savvy with it, if you will, you know, Look, when hit, covering Lorenzo Alexander and yeah. guys like that. When when I was in the locker room every day, the thing that these guys do off the field and on their days off and with their families and whatever. And listen, Charles and and Jen Leno are very very public. They are very out there. They are, uh, you know. I, I don't Jen know. Jen is amazing. On, yeah. I Jen don't, is amazing, especially I don't know, on Sunday. I don't know what's going on, the full story, with some parts of the fan base and whatever, and that's not anything that I'm concerned about on this particular show. He he does tremendous work with the hog farmers, which you know benefits PG, pediatric cancer and a lot of sick He does a tremendous job. And from the minute he walked in here. Yep. It literally took him no time. And other players do great work, too, and probably don't get saluted. I guess it Just always... like we, we we mentioned James Smith-Williams a couple yes, of weeks ago right. when the NFLPA put out the right. work about what James was doing. And anytime we get that information, we, we like to pass that along because it, it humanizes the players a little bit. And what Jen and Charles do through the Leno Clause uh, at this time of the year is simply sensational. I mean, they don't have to do this. It's not only it's not only just that. It it's everything that they do year round, but the yeah. Leno clause is probably their biggest thing. And again, their work with the hog farmers, so on and so forth, um, is tr- like James Smith Williams, I said on Twitter, there's nobody more deserving. That's probably not fair to James Smith Williams. He is more than deserving. But I and maybe it's because Leno and his wife are more public. 
with it. I don't know. Well, but- and Charles a veteran, too. I mean, Charles has been at a little bit longer right. than, than James has. Right. But, I mean, it doesn't diminish. No, no, like, no, no, no. Exactly. You know. I, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not trying to cut down what anybody else does. It's just Leno and his family have embraced this community and have done yeoman's work in that. And, and, and the reason, you know, a, a lot of times we in the media tend to, you know, focus on guys we like or what have you. Okay. And I, I was just simply saying, not only is he really, 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 really good in the community, but Pete, like, again, we noticed this when we, when he, they signed him. And so far, again, knock on whatever this counter is made out of, mm-hmm. he has not literally for missed Micah. a snap. <laughs> for Micah. He has not missed a snap. He is 100% on his snap counts for the last four plus years and the only year 2018 that he didn't play 100% he played 99% he's played 100% of the snaps in six out of the last seven years dear lord we and please ask you to bless year, Charles Leno so we have not jinxed him about his Iron right? Man status and, and and I feel <laughs> I would feel terrible but the one year he didn't play 100% he played 99% now I, I listen again they never sign anybody that that stays this healthy I so I <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. I don't know if he's like if he's magic formula. I have no idea what he does. Maybe it's Boston cream pop tarts, like I do. Uh, probably not. Maybe in the off season he does, but I'm guessing he's not having Boston cream pop tarts for breakfast uh, on his day off. But anyway, my point being is on a unit that has so much instability, Charles Leno is the rock. So I wanted to open up uh, with that. Obviously, we'll get into all the football matters at hand, including Ron Rivera on Chase Young. Some interesting comments there. Uh, More, of course, forever and ever and ever on Taylor Heineke. And Sunday night football yeah coming up too. that's a disaster coming up too. the old man did it again last night just when it looked like america was ready to cast him off to the senior citizens home and oh by the way the hockey team they're playing they had maybe one of their best performances of the season last night playing late last night in the northlands of edmonton capitals with a nice win last night against the oilers it's all a part of russell and medhurst between now and noon burgundy and gold at that time following us right here on the team 980 and streaming live for free on the odyssey app we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, Tom Brady pulled a Taylor Heineke last night, Chris. Little magic out of the hat. He was basically ass for three and a half quarters. He was smelly. I need a whole roll of toilet paper behind. And then because the Saints, I, I tweeted last night as I'm watching the game. I don't know how the Saints are four and nine. I just said that to you. Yeah. They got Olave. Landry, Shahid, Kamara, Hill, who they're utilizing fine. Right. But and Michael Thomas can never stay healthy. They don't, and need, it, they don't even need Michael Thomas. I, I know, but... but Shahid has made Michael Thomas irrelevant in New Orleans. They don't even need him. And I, I don't understand... Well, I, I do understand how they're 4-9, because I thought their hire of the head coach to replace Sean Payton was absolutely horrendous. And second of all, last night... That, I mean, Mark Ingram. Hey, Mark, yeah. just just get one more yard. I, Stay I, in bounds. I, I felt bad. For, I felt bad. Don't for throw him, an though, incomplete pass. He said, you know, after the game that he like totally let his team down, and you know, uh, and it was inexcusable, and you know, what have you. I mean, he hinted at something, you know, some sort of injury or something. Well, uh, he was hurt because yeah, oh, no, right. that's what I didn't understand. Previous series, he went down, looked like right knee. And yet he was back in the game on the next series. And you could tell when he got tackled out of bounds on that play, he was up on a knee just just sitting there because he was he was definitely hurt. I mean, his yeah. knee was hurt. Right. So, I mean, we can't have Kamara in the game at that point. I mean, maybe Mark, obviously Mark, like all players, usually pretty prideful. They don't want to say, Coach, I need to come out. Right. But – you know, he actually got a real positive gain on the play, but then they throw an incomplete pass, so that it even adds to it. If they just run another play and run more time down, Brady likely runs out of time because Todd Bowles threw up the white flag, okay, at the seven and a half minute mark. Bowles punts. Brady's trying to tell him, we got to go. We got to go for it. They were at like they're 40. Bowles punts, and everybody on Twitter is immediately. Just crushing bowls for basically waving the white yeah, flag. They hate bowls. I, I mean, the media and the fans just literally well, loathe bowls. I mean, the result. The as results, a head coach, I mean, here's as the, a defensive coordinator, everybody right, loves them. You right. know? But here's the thing: the results are. I mean, every head coach will tell you results yeah. are what they are. Yeah. And Todd has struggled from yeah. a wins and losses perspective, and this time you can't blame it on the Jets. Now, now he's with the. Bucks. I mean, they had. I mean, to be fair to him, they had third and seventeen in that spot that you're talking about, and a seven yard gain. It's fourth and ten. But I mean, are you playing to win the game or not? No, you're down know, two it's possessions. Four, but it's fourth and ten from your own twenty five yard line against an, a, 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 right. a somewhat anemic offense. I mean, no offense to Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton, right? It's uh, but that that offense first of all shouldn't be anemic. I mean Dalton's thrown for well over three hundred yards a couple times this year, 
with the with all those weapons they have. But if they just coach the game the right way, you know, even after the Ingram play, run the next play, you still run a lot of time off the clock. And I mean, it, or you make the Buccaneers. I think the Bucks had one timeout. You make them take that timeout. Right. Either way, Brady's got to. Brady has to have the ball twice in the last seven minutes on a night where they've been horrendous. The entire offense has been horrendous, and the the senior citizen pulls it out uh, in dramatic fashion, similar to what Taylor Heineke did on Sunday for Washington. There is something about. Well, well <laughs> wait a second. What? I mean, when you, when you say, I mean, you, you say similar. In, in terms was Taylor of- Heineke not butt for two and a half, three quarters, and then when the biggest drive of the game he needed to come through, he did for his team. I mean, I I would say, I would say in the first quarter, despite missing a couple of things, they were aided by Heine- a Daniel Jones fumble to put him in great field position at the start on that first drive. So let's not pimp him for that. But I would say Heineke was better than butt. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now, in the second and third quarter, you're absolutely correct. He played like and, pig's and, feet and then. most of the fourth quarter, and then he came alive with three minutes and 45 seconds left. Which is exactly what Tom Brady did last With three timeouts and what night. have you. Now, I, I mean, listen, I was at Monday Night Raw last night, so I just kind of catch it up on everything. Again, Brady and the Buccaneers had barely a pulse, right? Uh, until the uh, until not the, not the actual three-minute mark. They take over because, again, New Orleans, right – after they force Tampa to punt with seven minutes left, New Orleans goes three and out. Yeah. They try and throw it twice yeah. and two incompletes, which stops the clock and doesn't move the football for everybody that just wants to throw, 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 throw. And they couldn't run the ball well last night. They didn't run it a lot by volume. The bottom line is you throw, you go incomplete, incomplete. You stop the clock, stop the clock. You don't get a first down. You get a three and out. And you give Tom Brady. You give Tom Brady. The ball down, uh, what, uh, 16-3 with five minutes and 21 seconds left. And people say, well, they haven't shown a pulse all night. You're right. They haven't against that defense. That's a good defense. That's a really good defense. And maybe I, I should give their offense more credit than I am. Certainly, you are, I think, giving them you know more credit than I. Uh, I whatever. Maybe I, sh- I should be nicer. I'm not. Five minutes and 21 seconds left. Down 16-3. You don't normally think, okay, you're going to win that game. But it's not like five minutes and 21 seconds left is... Pete, if you manage that right, you can at least get two possessions if you can get a possession, a score, a three and out, another possession. You can get... two somewhat lengthy possessions on offense. And if if you manage it right and if things go right and maybe you score quick or whatever, you might be able to squeeze three possessions I mean, out in five minutes just and 21 seconds. It goes to show you how elite number 12 is mentally as much as it is physically because he was bad last night. And it somehow, the, again, it's a 60-minute game, man. It's a 60-minute game. Do you blame bu- him for being bad? Yes. In that first 55 minutes? T- it was Julio Jones and Mike Evans are both wide open running flies. One down okay. the right side, one down the left side. Brady overthrows Jones. Okay. Evans is even more wide open than Jones. So you don't think it had anything to do with lack throws of running game offensive no, line? No, throws that an interception right to a linebacker. Okay. I mean, right to him. 
I mean, it, it was it was it was it was a not focused Tom Brady last night. How is he still not focused? Like, I mean, when you, I, and again, I didn't see the game. I mean, Chrissy when, threw, when you I mean, say, how you. is he not focused? This is Tom it's, freaking it's Brady. The this is a machine. It was as if the linebacker ran the six-yard right. uh, button hook route I, right I, over the middle, and Tom threw it right to him. I'm, I'm not doubting you. I'm saying, how, like, you wonder, like, now that the Giselle stuff because is he's over. he's human, though. I know. I, I'm sure his heart is broken. I'm sure he's dealing with challenges that he's never had to deal with, right? When you become a single dad, you know, you got to figure out how, how am I going to spend time with my kids? They, I don't know what the exact situation is. But, like, it seems so odd to hear anyone say Tom Brady was basically unfocused well, and I mean, was horrible He's for either not focused minutes. or he was physically bad, one or the other. Right. Because he made bad decisions, he made poor throws for three and a half quarters, but then when the, when the lights shined the brightest, Tom Brady just – went off and in front of a national TV audience totally redeemed himself. And we've seen that before. See, that... Uh, but that that's that's leads. what separates, though. That's what separates the great from the good. Right. The good from the average is being able to do... I mean, think of, think of how Taylor Heineke changed the narrative a little bit just by leading his team down the field in the clutch and getting that game even... On Sunday, because if he doesn't do that and they take an L, not that we didn't crucify his play a lot yesterday and the fans weren't clamoring for something else. But if they take the L on top of it, it's probably even worse. But somehow he managed in the clutch to get that drive done with tremendous throws. And it's how he played on the last drive. That frustrates the heck out of you as a fan because you're like, and I'm sure Tampa's fans were saying the same thing last night. Where was that for the last two quarters? Where was that for the last two quarters, Tom? And we were saying the same thing here in Washington. Hey, Taylor, where was that over the last two quarters? Well, let, let me let me jump in and ask you this then. With just the exact example that you just illustrated, and maybe this is too obvious, maybe this is too unfair. Are we just expecting too much out of these guys? I mean, this is Tom. I mean, forget about Taylor Heineke. No, this is Tom freaking Brady, the best quarterback of all time. And that's why when he doesn't perform well, we are more stunned than anything. Okay. We're like, wow, you know, hey, our quarterback throws balls like that, right? Or, you know, I, that wow, he threw it right to that. So linebacker. maybe it's more surprise without and question, like, and like well, whoa. because the great ones. The great ones give you an expectation because right. of how much they've delivered. They give you an expectation that every time they're out there to perform, just like when you go watch a play, when you go watch Hamilton or when you go watch any of these other musicals or anything like that, you know, a, mo- a movie, a movie that you know stars Tom Hanks, you know nine times out of ten is going to be a great movie. Not good, right. great, because Tom Hanks is an incredible performer. Have you seen Hamilton before? I've never seen Hamilton, yeah. and I probably won't. The uh, only Hamilton I've seen is Kyle Hamilton. i, I, I got to be honest with you. Or Sir Lewis Former Hamilton. Navy linebacker Ryan Hamilton. Or Sir Lewis Hamilton, right? Uh, yes, great, uh, great uh, Formula One driver. Uh, i got to say, your boy not a big play kind of musical kind of guy? I've seen Hamilton. It's yeah, really, Matty agrees with you. It's really good. Yeah. It's right. And yeah, I, Hamilton's great. I mean, I've seen it on TV. I've seen it in person. What at makes the, it uh, so good, Chris? Break it down. Uh, break it down for the audience. I mean, what makes it so good? Is it the singing? Is it the well, dancing? I, I would say. Is it the storyline? I, I would say it's all of that. And is a there bag a of plot? Chips. 
I, yes. I mean, I would like I didn't know much about it going in, but and and Matt probably can explain it better than me, but the story, the the twists, the music, the and 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 I was blown away by some of the comedic value, if you will, of the show. See, it made you laugh, right? Yes. Yeah, anything that right, makes you Matt? laugh. Anything, I mean, that's, that's anything fair, that makes right? you, anything that makes you laugh, you know. One hundred percent fair, and it's a. Think of it as kind of reading a histor. It would be like reading historical biography, only instead of having to read prose, all the prose are given to you via rap. So yes, it's and, and that and great. that was the twist. That's the twist that you kind of, unless you know a lot about it going in, you don't expect the story of Hamilton to be in. America's craziest person, by the way. Just the, Alex Hamilton was a friend of mine. Right. He, when he got up, he counted to nine. The amount of crazy stuff that man oh, did, yeah. just but, absolutely. But I mean, I mean, it was just like totally unexpected for me. So, I, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. Okay, so in that case, so in that case, yeah. if you're a Washington fan and you come in and the backup quarterback does that late in the game, you're pleasantly surprised. Okay, but it's the elite performers. That when they don't perform up mm-hmm. to that level, if a Tom Hanks movie isn't very good, you walk out of the theater feeling unfulfilled. For three and a half quarters last night, Buccaneers fans were going, my God, we're about to be five and seven. Yeah. And people were actually tweeting, the Carolina Panthers are going to win the NFC South, aren't they? Yeah. Who are four and eight, by the yeah. way. Okay. But that's that's my point is for three and a half quarters, a bad performer, you know, can still suck it up and find that elite level as he did last night. Now, in all cases in football, does the other team contribute to it? Absolutely, because the Saints could have taken care of their own business last night. They were helpful in affording Brady the chance to be a hero last night. But that's what... That's what we pay the big dollars for. That's why we tune into Monday Night Football. That's why we stay with the game. You know, even, even though I was leaning more caps... After they punted at the seven-minute mark, you know every the Caps had one stretch where they went like six minutes with no whistle because I was flipping back and forth and I'm like, "Dad, go on, this game's not stopping." And I said, "Well, this is good because time's running out for the Caps who are leading at that point three-two." Mm-hmm. But I come back and I look it up and I'm like, "Okay, well Brady's at the you know five-yard line and he throws the touchdown pass to the tight end in the back of the end zone for the first score." So I flip back over to the Caps and I watch Charlie Linger make another great save. And I watch them close that out. And I come back. Brady's got the ball again in Saints territory. And I'm, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm like, my God, he's going to do this. He's going to, they're going to win this game 17 16. Right. And sure enough, three seconds to go. And he throws it not to Mike Evans, not to Julio Jones, not to Otten, the tight end. He right. throws it to his like third string running back right. who catches the ball, gets into the end zone. And you're just, you're just left with your mouth agape. Because that guy did that again. So when you have a player of that level who's still doing it at the age of 45, man, the former Montreal Expos draft pick, Tom Brady, whose Michigan Wolverines are in the college football playoff, and Tommy snatched, snatched it right out of the jaws of defeat and gave his Buccaneers a victory and maybe in the process helped save his coach's job. At the same time, 301-230-0980.
Caps with a good one in Edmonton last night. Touchdown at 10. We get into all things Washington. Ron Rivera on Chase Young yesterday. Mm. We'll examine that and more. Weird. World Cup action gets underway in 15 minutes as well. Russell's got all the news and notes on what's trending. Yeah, we've been talking about this great comeback from Tom Brady. Tom, terrific as always. Two touchdowns in the final three minutes and change, including the game winner with three seconds left, as Pete just detailed. Tom Brady to Rashad White, six yards out, and the New Orleans Saints blow up 17-16-2. The now 6-6 six and six NFC South leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan says a move for Baker Mayfield would surprise him after Mayfield was granted his release. Well, if there's anybody that would know, it's Kyle Shanahan because he makes all the decisions in San Francisco. If we're being totally honest, uh, you probably should not pencil in Baker Mayfield. He is, although, expected to be claimed on waivers by some team, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. Pete just mentioned it. The Caps hanging on for dear life against the fight in Connor McDavid's, the Western finalists last year. 3-2. The Capitals beat the Edmonton Oilers on 106.7. The fan that wrap up the long road trip Wednesday night in Philadelphia. And that's what's trending. You may not realize it. There are other teams playing in town. We take care of that on Wednesdays in the Anything But Commanders segment. Bradley Beal, hamstring, he's out. So he can't contribute right now. Capitals last night. If they're going to find some semblance of consistency right now, they need players like Alexei Protoss to oh, make the play he made what a play last night. I just watched that again. My yeah. goodness. You know, How it, good has Nick Dowd been, though, for this team in the couple look, of years he's been? Dowd yeah. Hathaway, that, that Dowd Hathaway duo, for what is asked of them, yeah. they are so good at that. Yeah. Like, if there was an award for, like, fourth line or third line, you know, type, you know, play, those guys would be in the hunt for it. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, Dowd at times ends up taking a penalty or two that you're you just want to wring his neck a little bit, but that group is consistent every night. They're available. More importantly, right. Hathaway, yes. Hathaway, and Dowd. For you think about their role and what they're asked to do, and the physicality of their role. Those dudes are available for. I mean, every night. I mean, well, how did we start the show talking about Charles Leno and the durability right. at a position that you don't normally associate a lot of durability with, yeah. right? And and that's very key. And and oh, by the way, I'll take a, an occasional bad penalty when you're playing sure. a chippy type. Uh, and you know, yeah, they're always usually matched up with the top line right. a lot of times. And too. when you can not only match up, but also that's not your typical fourth line. And 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 again. Fourth lines have changed in hockey for those that haven't been paying attention. And really, like Barry, when he went to the Islanders after having a really good Mm -hmm. fourth line here, you know, he had a great fourth line with the Islanders. They still have a good fourth line. The Capitals have really had – it's weird. The Capitals have kind of had more of a solid fourth line 
than at times they've had like the right mix on the third line, if that makes sense. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, Fourth like, line's certainly been more consistent. Yeah. Teams always talking about, well, if we can get production from the bottom six, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't have all the measurables or the, the metrics and whatever. It seems like they get a lot of production from Garnett yeah. Hathaway and nicked out. Yeah, and Kemper being out, Lindgren played well. I mean, you play and, – and where I mean, where did the 50 shots come from? Yeah. I mean, they had 24 in the first period, so they came yeah. out – you know, as I said, it's one of the weirdest road trips I've ever seen with all the gap time in between the games. I think there's been you know, so much focus on how poorly they've started games, though, this year yeah. that – like Peter Laviolette is just pounding. Well, every that coach message. in every sport tells you we got to yeah. get off to a fast start. Right. We got to get off to a fast start, and they did. They tried their best last night. Yeah. Skinner, Skinner was matching Lindgren at the other end. Yeah, Skinner was having to do it though twice as much as Lindgren right. because he was facing twice as many biscuits. But 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 even though they were nothing nothing at the end of one, like you said, when you get twenty four shots on goal, I mean that the, 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 like you don't have to have a goal. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know anything about hockey. All you have to know is if you get 24 shots on net, you're doing something yeah. right. And then you're they, at puck, you know, time of possession, chances, high danger chance. I don't have all the metrics, I don't care. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like like I guarantee you Peter Laviolette walked, went into the locker room after one period and said that's the blip, 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 yeah. bleep, and bleep, and bleep, and way to play, boys. And, and by the way, we know what Ovi brings to the table, but the adhesive, the glue, mm. is 77. Yeah. 77 being out there is, it gives them a great chance every night because it gives them somebody besides Ovi yeah. who can be a bit of the focus offensively. Great shot in the slot last night uh, as well. Uh, for the Capitals to put a goal on the board and a nice win last night in Edmonton, three to two. And again, yep. something to watch. Kemper day to day. Lindgren probably going to have to go the next game or so. Uh, Philadelphia, the back end of this road trip that started in New Jersey, went to Western Canada, comes back. Oh, what night is that? Phil- Wednesday, Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, you're going on Thursday, right? I'll or be well. I'm early, going there Wednesday night. Or late but Wednesday night. Yeah. I won't be arriving in Philadelphia till about one in the morning on Thursday I, morning. I, I get I get there Thursday afternoon. It's one like one day after the Capitals leave, yeah, and you know I think the Lakers are playing there on Friday. I Ooh. think the Lakers are playing there on Friday night, but you know I kind of feel odd going to that game instead of doing some of the uh, the functions, if you will. Uh, I wouldn't for, feel odd about going to watch LeBron James play basketball. Army, That's just me. Okay, 301-230-0980. Ron Rivera on Chase Young who's still waiting to make his season debut. We'll talk about it next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free with Touchdown at 10 on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Sports. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.